Did I pee already? Am I peeing now? Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Ear Buddies. I am Ian Meyer, joined per usual by my little baby badass, my little chingaronito, <laughs> uh, El Providor de Jugs himself, Scott the Gooch Kraus. What's going on, Scruber? Sup, man? I forgot how to say uh, purveyor of jugs in English, <laughs> so I did it in Spanish instead. Wow. I don't know why I remembered that and not how to say it in English. Well, I don't know. Are we going to say on every episode that chingaronito doesn't work? Do I need to give that disclaimer again? I don't remember if I did last time. Uh, I think you did last time, but you don't have to. I I don't know. I guess it means little baby badass, um, which is how I intend it. But it's not proper to say in Spanish that way. Like, okay. That's, like, it, it wouldn't be... Well, if, if someone corrects us, that would be pretty exciting because then we'd get like a message. Yes. Please reach out to us and tell us we're right or wrong. Earbuddiespod at gmail.com. Earbuddiespod on Twitter and Instagram. That's right. What's up, man? How are you? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. You've had a fucked up few days. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm kind of a, a husk of my <laughs> of myself. Exhausted? Yeah, I've, I've been to the butthole of California and back. <laughs> I've been just kind of running, running nonstop, dude. Nice. Plant those maters, plant tomatoes. Good. Yeah. Get them in there. Get them in the ground. Do some breeding, crossbreeding, science uh, stuff. Yeah. This is for, yeah, evaluation. Genetic, genetic overlap. What? I don't know. <laughs> what you're saying sounds like a thing, but. Um, yeah, crossbreeding, genetic overlap. You don't say genetic overlap? No. Oh, well, now I know. <laughs> cool. It's off to a rousing start. I uh, I had some downtime this weekend on Sunday, and I downloaded a game on my Switch because I did my taxes, uh-huh. and I ended up getting money, which was cool. Uh, not, a, not a ton of money, but enough to justify spending $15 on... Uh, <laughs> on ba- another game? <laughs> on a game. Baba is You. Uh-huh. That's the game. Have you heard of that? I think I have, yeah. The name is fucking stupid, but I heard that it's actually pretty fun. It's dumb until you play it, and then you're like, oh, this makes sense. It's okay. like, uh, so your character's name is Baba. Okay, follow-up question. Have you beat Breath of the Wild yet? I, no. Or Skyrim? No. Or Octopath Traveler? <laughs> no, I got kind of tired of Octopath, <laughs> and I never really got into Skyrim or, or Breath of the Wild. <laughs> I, I did okay I got into both of those like for like a, a hot like second I was just doing nothing but that but then I kind of like looked at myself like ooh you're wasting a lot of time on this and then I backed off and then I never had the urge to go back and that was on, on which one on both on Skyrim and uh, uh and Breath of the Wild those games like are not good for me they're so. the best games to waste a lot of time on I just don't have, I don't feel like, I don't often have the time and even if I do I don't feel like I should hmm. We could never host a video game podcast together. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This this game, uh, it's it's perfect because it's like you can. I, the games I've been playing are like pick up and put down. You know, pretty easy. Yeah. If I went back to play Zelda now, I'd have to like remember re remember everything about it, like the <laughs> controls <laughs> and Good. stuff. 
anyway, can learn it all over again. It's a wonderful game. But yeah, it's, I mean, it, I liked it a lot. It was good, but just just not my not for me. I might end up selling it. Um, Wrong. <laughs> Baba is you. It's like a puzzle game. It's probably insanely stupidly hard to describe though. But you have like texts. Like uh, you're a little you're a little sheep guy, right? Your name is Baba. And okay. You, it's like a pixelated game. And oh. You, and you uh, so you have like this text line that says Baba and then is and then you and they're all movable. So as long as those three are connected, you control Baba. But say there's obstacles in the way, like there's a wall, right? Uh-huh. And you moved wall over, and it's like wall is Baba. Baba would turn into a wall. And then you wouldn't be able to move. And then you would lose. You move like text around uh-huh. to try to beat puzzles. I don't know. It's it's fun. It's really hard to explain, but it's worth it. I recommend it. Riveting. <laughs> yeah. You can edit this whole thing out. <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm optimistic about it. That's all right. I've been dumping I, hours, and I need to stop, into an old-ass game. Uh, Medieval Total War 2. Part of the Total War franchise. Got it on Steam. I've been dumping too much time into that. I'm even playing with cheats and I'm getting my ass handed to me. So I'm really, I'm not very good at it. <laughs> it's a real time yeah. strategy. I suck at those games too. I always sucked at Starcraft. I had to put in like mm. all the cheats and stuff, but I played yeah. it all the time. I was a Warcraft 3 guy. Never got into World of Warcraft though. Yeah, me, I was me either. Never ready to go down that path. Yeah, I just saw what it did to people. Yeah, I don't know if I ever will go down that path. Yeah. I think I'm good. Scott, I was going to tell you something. Uh, I just found out the other day that this whole Rolling Stones tour was postponed. The entire tour? Yeah. You heard about that? No. Now, I think that they had already played some dates, if I'm not mistaken, or it hadn't started yet. I can't remember, but they, the rest of it is postponed, and it's looking, it's all rumors right now. Jagger is has some sort of medical condition going on mm. um, that he has to be seen by medical specialists for. But the doctor said that he is expected to make a full recovery, whatever it is. So someone said, oh, he's got pancreatic cancer. Someone else said, oh, he needs a hip replacement. And Why would you like, just make up that he has pancreatic cancer? I don't know. It's because the internet's weird. Because Alex Trebek? Because one person probably said, oh, I bet it's this. And another person took it as, oh, this person knows fact. Hey, guys. Hey, everybody. Okay. Jagger's got cancer. Um, People were dumb. Which it could be, but I don't feel like they would specifically say, he's expected to make a full recovery. We're postponing the show till next year. Blah, blah, blah. So Mm. who knows when it's going to be postponed. But it kind of works out because the day of that concert, I don't know if I told you this, is the day of Lainey's graduation. Mm. So I was, and she gave me permission to go to the concert over her graduation. Wow. Yeah. She's the one. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) So uh, do you get a refund? No, because it's postponed. But what if you can't go to the date that they choose? I know. That's, I, I have no idea. I don't know how that's going to work, but wow. Laney was doing a little more research on it and I guess it's sounding like the whole thing might be postponed till like 2020 anyway. Mhm. At some point. So I don't know. I mean, yeah, it'll be fucked. I think I'll be able to sell them back. I bought the insurance on them anyway or that, made my That's dad true. Yeah, you could you could probably sell those. Yeah, we spent way too much money to have something happen. Yeah. So, you know. Well, cool. 
Yeah, uh, so that's that's my piece of news. Nice. Scott, Scruber, we're here to do something a little different today. Yes. We're talking about our upcoming 2019 anticipated albums. Things we're uh, looking forward to, generally speaking. Yeah, just something... Uh, we won't necessarily talk about these after this. I feel like we should probably preface this episode. My anticipated albums, like, I, I don't even know if I would ask to do it on this show with you because I just know you would hate it, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it's not, like, not worth it. Some so, of these might warrant further episodes, but uh, not necessarily. Yeah. They're just kind of maybe some exposure to some yeah, good stuff. Yeah, stuff that we're individually looking forward to, and we didn't collaborate on this list. Yeah, or something all. interesting. And we, Yeah, we didn't collaborate on this list at all, so this is just like each of our individual, like, oh, this is what I'm actually kind of curious about or I think is going to be really good. Yeah, so... Right now, to start it off, let's start with any releases that are confirmed with uh, set release dates. Okay, and I also want to preface this too because I did research on for this when I had time, so some of mine might have confirmed dates that I don't know about or confirmed names. That's fine. So, yeah. but I did. I got. A, I got a few that um, straight up confirmed dates and names. So straight I, up confirmations. Straight up confirmations. I could. I can divulge. Good. You want me to go first? Yeah, go for it. So this is something that I don't think you'll like. It's Math Rock. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Won't like it. But it's this band called uh, Pyramid Scheme that I've been kind of paying attention to for a while. I'm really into this Chicago scene. I've noticed. Yeah. So I'll, I'll talk about a couple. But Pyramid Scheme is a three-piece band. It's got Seth Engel on drums, uh, who's from Options. Al Costas, who's a bassist for Monobody who is like, I don't think we've talked about it on the show yet, have we? I don't think so. I think you've mentioned them to me before. Yeah, I, I love Monobody. It's just kind of like a Chicago all-star group, just jazz fusion, math rock kind of thing. And then uh, a guitarist named, I'm going to mispronounce this, I apologize, Rajiv Raju, who apparently isn't, I don't know if he's in a band, but apparently he's a resident physician. Uh-huh. So, but anyway, this album is coming. Is it'll be out by the time that we release this episode? It's coming out the fifth of April, and the album title I think you'll appreciate this is "Everything But Rap and Country." <laughs> okay. Uh, this song is called um, "You Can't Tuna Like the Fish." You can't tune a piano, but you can't tune a fish. <laughs> I hate the fucking name. <laughs> And the music's making me pissed off while I try to comprehend it. It, it used to be called Phil Collins, I think. Because I, I saw them play this on a YouTube video a while ago. I'm looking forward to this. I, I, this is up for streaming as of this episode. There's like a preview of this album up. So I, I can hear it all right now if I wanted to. And, and for, from what I've heard, it's got some really cool stuff. They did, they did a split with Monobody. I don't know. I've been watching these guys for a while. So I'm looking forward to that. Anyway. That's my first pick. Well, all right. And that's something. That's uh, a, <laughs> yeah. I, not, so we'll, we'll, we probably won't talk about them <laughs> past this episode, but that's like a me. That's definitely a me band. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not into math rock. It's just, it's too much, too much going on. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. That's also instrumental math rock, which I mean, like a lot of math rock is instrumental. Most, most of it is, but yeah. It's just stuff that's hard to talk about in this format, I feel like. Yeah. Especially if you know that you don't like it. So. Yeah. 
probably little... probably won't cover it, but but I just want to shout them out. They've been in my uh, in my kind of uh, peripheral, so to speak. So nice. I've, I've been looking forward to that. Right on. One of my picks now, in no particular order, because I'm kind of I'm looking forward to everything. So one of my picks that I'm looking forward to is a new John Paul White album that's coming out on April 12th called The Hurting Kind. John Paul White is the guy. Uh, some of you may remember, I saw a show of his back in episode like two or three and got a pretty sweet poster that Scott gave a full description of on that episode. <laughs> Probably our best episode. Oh, yeah. Saw him at Harlow's in downtown Sacramento. Um, just him and an acoustic guitar. No backing band or anything. And it was an incredible performance. Opened I went back. by a uh, friend of the show, uh, Jessica Malone. Yes. Yes, it was. Yeah. She does our outro. Yeah, the Ear Buddies end of episode outro. Yep. Uh, I went back and gave his second album a another listen and loved it. I thought it was awesome. And, cool, yeah. Uh, maybe we'll uh, talk about that another time. I'm looking forward to hearing that too because I'm familiar with Civil Wars and I, I just haven't uh, listened to any of his solo stuff at all. So I, and I, mm-hmm. but I am partial to Americana folk kind yeah. of stuff. So uh, yeah, I, I might like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's, it's got me a little pumped. Another thing I'm looking forward to is the band Amana Marth have an album coming out on May 3rd called Berserker. Amana Marth is a like a Nordic metal band. They're a Swedish melodic death metal band from Tumba. Uh, formed in 92. Tumba. <clears throat> Tumba. Uh, and they actually, their name, Amana Marth, is another name for Mount Doom in Lord of the Rings. Well, that's cool. Fun fact. That's cool. Yeah. They put out a single called uh, Raven's Flight, which we can revisit another time. This is kind of out of character for me. I don't know if you're familiar with this band at all. I- I'm, a fam- I'm definitely familiar with them, yeah. Okay, the singer has, like, the deepest fucking growl I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, I'm more uh, familiar with just who who they are than their actual content. Right. If that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, um, I, yeah I, I don't know what it is. I've kind of gotten into some weird metal. I've gotten into a lot of Swedish metal. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I like it. And, like, uh, actually some Celtic metal, too, a bit. Hmm. Um, and, I don't know, it's just... It's interesting, and I'm looking forward to it. These guys have, like I said, a lot of kind of Nordic, Norse themes to them, and they've got some songs that get me really juiced up. That's important. uh, Yes, they get me juiced. It's been a while since I've been juiced. I need to find like an album that juices me, because I've been going to the gym and just like, Mm -hmm. I used to have albums that I would just go to. Yeah. Uh, I don't really have that right now. Yeah, every once in a while I hit an album or a song where I'll put it on, crank it in my headphones, and like just lean back in my chair at work for like a minute and just like soak it in. Mm-hmm. That was uh, on the episode Painted Ruins, the last song, Sky Took Hold from Grizzly Bear. Yeah, the best That's, song on yeah, the album. Yeah, Best song on the album. That song did that to me. So anyway, that was cool. one of my picks. Uh, two of my picks. Okay. What's your next one? I'll do two. I'll do one. the first one real quick um, because I feel like I think listeners probably know who this is. And if they don't, if they know who it is, they already know. Anyway, I, I'm, t- I'm prefacing too much, but I feel like he's pretty popular. So I'm kind of looking forward to the new uh, Anderson Pack album. So he, he, he's been kind of blowing up lately. And 
it's a little shameful of me to admit that I I did not. Uh, I kind of slept on his last album. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And that's like his kind of his biggest breakout album. But I heard this single, King James, and I'm definitely going to go back to that album, and, and I'm looking forward to what he's got next. So, yeah, right on. Uh, really cool, just really good. Just he's just super passionate and talented. Like I, I really like uh, this stuff. You know? Yeah, um, soul kind of R&B. Also, I will briefly mention uh, Mac DeMarco. He released a very odd music video recently for the single Nobody, Nobody, where he's like in a full-on lizard mask he kind of looks like reptile from mortal kombat oh and he's singing this song it looks it's actually kind of like nightmarish sounds kind of cool though it's pretty cool very very confusing but but he's releasing here comes the cowboy on the 10th of may nice so uh and i saw pictures of him posing with beck so I don't know. I'm I'm kind of interested, and I actually really like this single. It's just very low energy, slackery. Um, I thought this was the best, the most. This is the most excited I've been for Mac DeMarco release since his second album. I guess I haven't really listened to too much after that. My oh, fate, my fateful live experience with him. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, that's my uh, my third. Nice. Another one I'm excited for is from a band called Eluveti, and I actually had to look up how to pronounce that name because they are a Swiss folk metal band from Winterthur, Zurich, founded in 2002. Winterthur, Zurich? Winterthur, Zurich. Oh, okay. Huh. That is correct. They have an album called Atignatos coming out on April 5th, they have a new single off that called Ambiramis. I never really have to say these out loud, so I'm kind of just... All of our Swiss listeners are cringing. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Sorry, Sweden. Oh, for, that's not right. But yeah, butchering the name. Is that, is that Swiss accent? How do you... That sounded more like fucking Fargo accent. Leaping, clapping. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Is that, that's uh, German, huh? Uh, this song, it it's I'm it's dumb. got a kind of some delicate vocals on it a little bit they um they but they get pretty heavy though they've got a female and a male singer that trade off um i'm not digging this but um yeah this this one not as much but the uh they get pretty heavy though too like they've got a you know some Nice melodic female vocals here, and then uh, they get kind of some heavier, sort of screaming, growly male vocals in it that kind of throw me for a loop. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I think it sounds kind of cool. I'll respectfully declare that this isn't my cup of tea, but um, I won't. They are hit and miss for me as well, but something about the incorporation of like strings and what is that, like a piccolo back there and stuff into like metal. I yeah, it's kind of cool. Uh, yeah, cool. Anyway, Folk, very folky uh, instruments. Folk metal. I've been kind of digging on a bit of folk metal. Yeah, just weird stuff. Groove metal, folk metal, and just like I don't know, a lot of Swedish bands. Triumphant metal. Triumph. Yes. Yeah. Um, I will. Okay, I'll, I'll do one more. Uh, I'll do two more. But so I don't know how many how many you have left. But those are all mine with dates. Oh, okay. 
I'll just quickly do these two. Amon Tobin is coming out with an album. It is called Fear in a Handful of Dust. And I haven't listened to an Amon Tobin album in quite some time, actually. But he's kind of a prominent uh, electronic... He used to do like, like jazz fusion electronic stuff. That sounded really cool. I like this. This sounds yeah. cool. And this single, I listened to it and I thought it was great. I'm kind of looking forward to this, actually. I don't know pretty interesting a lot a lot different than what he used to do so i don't know if this is a logical progression or just like a crazy turn because i haven't listened to him since his like early 2000s stuff so right um anyway i like the I, I like that single yeah right on and then uh for my piece de resistance i'm gonna have you guess who this is I mean, to guess who it is? Yeah. You know. I do. Do I know the whole band, or is it just like a solo artist? It's a solo artist. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. Is it the singer that I would know? Yeah. He's collaborated with a prominent guitarist. For a Grammy-winning single, I I have no idea. He. <laughs> Are you afraid to tell me who it is? Hmm. Every hint I'm thinking of is like way too obvious. Um. This song's kind of cool, but it's really marked like commercial. When it's 4 a.m., he gets lonely. Uh. Rob Thomas. Yeah. Is this new Rob Thomas? Yeah. I. <laughs> I thought I heard that he was gonna be coming out with an album. Yeah. I thought I heard I thought I read that on something, but I, I didn't look further into it. My main man Rob? Oh man, if he's coming out with an album, we're doing we're doing that on here. I'm I'm just gonna quickly I was, there's another one I was gonna say as a joke. Um <laughs> Throb Thomas himself. The legend. Throb. <laughs> Now Hello, you can guess Robert. who this is, because I haven't even listened to this. But uh, this is a joke. I'm, I'm, not actually, I'm not actually uh, looking forward to... I love you, Rob, but also this one. I. This sounds like something you would like. Uh, a little bit. <laughs> kind of. I don't know if that's an insult or not. <laughs> he has a prominent single about... His arms being wide open. Oh, his, he has the same I, okay, name as me. Uh, uh, I don't know his name. The, Scott Stapp, the Creed singer. Yeah, is, that, is it his solo album? Yeah. <laughs> oh yes, it's coming out. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> it's coming okay. out. Ready or not, um, here comes Creed. <laughs> I don't. I don't have a release date for that, um, but there is a single. So I just quickly just mark the whole fucking calendar. <laughs> just check Spotify every day for the next eight months. Hello work. Um, I can't come in for the next. I don't know. <laughs> I need to be ready. Prepping. For, what's his name? Scott Stapp. Prepping for Scott Stapp. <laughs> Got to be ready. Oh, and uh, Rob Thomas. His album is Chip Tooth Smile. That's coming out on April 26th. So watch out, everybody. 
Ooh, boy. Hell yeah. Throb Thomas, here we come. Are you marking it on your calendar? Yeah, you know it. <laughs> okay. Scott, were those all the ones that you had dates for confirmed? Uh, Yeah, those are all the ones. Let's do some confirmed no dates. Cool. One thing I'm excited for is the new Black Keys album. Hmm. wonder if it sounds like the Rob Thomas single. If I, so. I hope not. Oh. They, they released a new single called Low High. Is it a play on lo-fi? Who fucking knows? But um, it's kind of cool. I haven't given the song much of a chance. I burnt myself out on Black Keys by playing their album Brothers over and over again. And then I got their album Turn Blue around here somewhere. And I love that album. That was the last album they came out with, and that might actually be my favorite Black Keys. Hmm. It's not super... It's really good. It just doesn't have like that stereotypical kind of garage sound of Black Keys like from their early albums as much. Okay. It's a little bit more refined, um, but still has like a good grit to it. Okay. But yeah, so they've got a new album coming out. Uh, there's no date, and I couldn't even find an album name, but they're teasing us with a single. Sounds very uh, on par with their past yeah. stuff. That actually goes into the next one that I want to get out of the way real quick. Modest Mouse just released a new single called I was Poison talk about the this. Well. Yeah. Sorry to steal your thunder, but they're going on tour with Black Keys. Oh, really? If you saw that, yeah. Okay. So uh, this is my first... I haven't listened to this. This is actually my first time hearing this right now. Hmm. And it makes me excited. I, I listened also, to this today because I just found out about this too. Yeah. I didn't want to listen to it. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Um... Yeah, they're going on tour. I, I, they might not be going on the whole tour. They might be just playing some select dates. Yeah. Uh, maybe like a portion of the tour with Black Keys. But shit, I'm excited if they come out with a new album. I liked their last album a lot, Strangers to Ourselves. Oh, really? You like that? Yeah. I never, I, I didn't listen to that. That was an awesome album. Huh. Okay. Um, there's some really good stuff on it. The singles that they released are the worst songs on the album. Like Coyotes okay. off of it. And I don't like that song at all. That song actually drives me nuts. There's some way better stuff on there, but I get it, you know. I've kind of I kind of fell off. I mean, it's going to sound ridiculous when I say this cuz it's been so long and I I was a huge fan, but I kind of fell off after uh good news for people who have bad news. Really? That yeah. was the album that introduced me to him. Yeah, the, so the album that, that I started with was uh, Moon in Antarctica. Okay, that's a cool album too. That's that's an amazing album. I, um, That's like the sound, from what I understand, that a lot of like diehard Modest Mouse fans like kind of like want. Th- I mean, not the diehard Modest Mouse fans, but the ones who like really liked them from back then. They want them to like go back to that. They're like, oh, yeah. they're so like over. I don't know, not necessarily overproduced, but like overlayered now. They they changed a lot. Um, yeah. I think what happened is they they had float on, yeah, which was a huge single. And I think Good News for People Who Love Bad News was great. I thought I, I mean, that's a really good yeah. album. We Were Dead Before the Ship Even Sank was okay. I like But they, they just kind of continued that sound. And then they started to kind of just splinter off into just being that. As far as I, that's what I, that's what I got out of it. Whereas like Lonesome Crowd of West, Long Drive for Someone with Nothing to Think About, I think is. Uh-huh. And uh, Moon in Antarctica are just like very intense like rough around the edges, like emotional albums 
those were a little more straightforward. They kind of yeah. be, they kind of became a little more formulaic, which people kind of are a little sad about. Yeah, me included. I I just kind of I don't hate what they're doing. It's just a little bit less. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, a little I bit like less it. for me. I like the direction they're going. I've read comments online of them wanting to go, like saying they oh they were so much better when they were just a four piece when it was just these members or whatever. Yeah, doing these things. And, and uh, I'll go back and re-listen because I I'm assuming that we'll review this when it comes out. Whatever I would love to. Yeah, yeah it's, absolutely. It's kind of an obvious one uh, for us to review. So yeah. Yeah. what you got? So uh, there's this band uh, I'll quickly talk about called Pile that released a single, and I don't know if this album has a confirmed release date. Uh, but the single is called Bruxist Grin. And this pile, I kind of became obsessed with a specific song from them. Uh, I became kind of obsessed with a, a sing- their song Prom Song. Huh. And then started listening to their other stuff. They remind me a lot of Silkworm, which is a band from the 90s, 2000s that I like a lot. I think they're really good. So it's just kind of like a, a revival not revival, but like it reminds me of like '90s alternative, not slacker, but that pavement kind of style. Okay, that I re- I'm really prone to. So yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to this. This this single didn't immediately grab me, but uh, it it grew on me. I listened to it a few times, so I'm looking forward to their their new album. Okay, uh, Sebado. Speaking of '90s bands, uh, Sebado has announced a new album and they released this uh, single. Sebado is a pretty prominent 90s alt-rock band. They The singer was from Dinosaur Jr. And then oh, okay. and then he split off and this was his band. I saw him recently. I saw him uh, in West Sacramento. Gives me a little bit of like an audio slave vibe. Yeah, I'm not too thrilled about this single. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Damn. Uh, it's okay. I'm I'm interested to hear what the album sounds like. I haven't really listened to Sebado for a while, but it's a, it's an okay single. It's a it's fine. I don't I don't really get Audio Slave from it, but yeah. anyway, that that was announced. So, and I was a big Sebado fan when I was in high school. So okay, shoot. So I'll give a couple. Broken Bells released a single at the end of last year. Hmm. And you know what? I'm getting ahead of myself because they haven't announced an album or anything. They haven't said shit. Then what are we even doing here? I don't even know. But I would I I I dig them. I like that collaboration of uh what's his name from the Shins? James Mercer? Yeah. James Mercer and Danger Mouse. The more I look into Danger Mouse, there's a lot of songs like there's a few songs off of Brothers, uh, the album from Black Keys, like a couple of my favorite songs off that album were produced by Danger Mouse. And I'm like, oh man. And I feel like I keep seeing his name pop up as producer behind a bunch of songs yeah. that I like. Yeah, he, he like, has a... He's got his hands in everything. Yeah. I mean, uh, I want to say he's coming out with something with uh, Karen O later. He some did. Collaboration. I think oh, he they just, did. Yeah, I think okay. they just came out with it. And I guess it took like a decade. <laughs> yeah, he's from uh Narles Barkley too. Oh, okay. You, you know that. I don't I feel like I someone might have told me, but I forgot. But you know how he actually gained notoriety was he um he released one of the first mashups I think that people really ever heard. Uh this before like mashups became like kind of 
overdone everything was a mashup Hmm. uh he did the gray album and i think this became like a copyright thing which was uh jay-z's black album mixed with the white album from the beatles that's right um and then that kind of put him on the map it's kind of a random thing yeah but um they did release like physical copies of that uh i think yeah i have heard of that's right okay yeah he almost everything he touches i i dig yeah, I, I yeah, he's it's, very talented. It's crazy, yeah, um, yeah. And the Raconteurs have are planning an album for this year. Oh man, you must be juiced. I am so stoked for that. I went through a huge Raconteurs phase towards the end, mid to late high school. I'd say their last album came out in two thousand eight, Consolers of the Lonely, mm. and I loved that album so much. It was. It took everything they had with shit. I spacing on the name of their first album but as steady as she goes and level on it yeah it took everything about that raconteur's sound and then just like made it sound even bigger yeah and they added a bunch of instruments and stuff to the production but it was such an awesome album and it's weird because i went back to it not that long ago i'd say within the last year or so i went back and listened to it and it was kind of one of those moments of oh I would listen to this in high school. Like, like not that it was bad, but I was like, oh, this is kind of, hmm. If I had listened to it now for the first time, I don't know if it would have hit me as hard. I I think that there are certain sounds that kind of became so common. Like, I feel like Black Keys kind of pushed that Mm -hmm. specific sound to the point that it sort of became commercialized. A little oversaturated. Um, Whereas, like... I mean, I wasn't blown away when I first heard Raconteurs, I'll be honest. Um, they grew on me. I, I wasn't either. And yeah. then they, they definitely grew on me. And uh, I remember actually my uncle, I was talking to my uncle one time and he was like raving about the drummer from the Raconteurs and listening to the album, the first album at that time, I was like, oh, he's kind of whatever, I don't know. And then the second album came out and then I saw some live footage and stuff and I'm like, no, their drummer is fucking amazing. Mm. And him and the bass player are from a band called the Greenhorns. Okay. You're familiar with them? Not really. Uh, the Greenhorns were like a rock three-piece from like the early 2000s uh, that were like a bit popular. But I don't know where the singer is at now because it's kind of like the bass and bass player and drummer split off and went with Jack White and Brendan Benson for the Raconteurs album and stuff and hmm. kind of spun off on their own thing. So I don't, I don't actually know what happened with the singer, but, uh, and then Brendan Benson is another one who he came out with a solo album that I loved and I went back and listened to it and I was like, Oh, I would listen to this in high school. Like this sounds like an Ian in high school thing. So yeah. Yeah. But I, I, you know, there are a lot of things that are like that, I guess. And, but it was still really good. I still loved it and have like a nostalgic attachment to it and think it's, awesome but i just like it didn't get me like quite as juice listening back to them as you know did back in the day but uh no they uh released two singles called sunday driver and now that you're gone and i'll play a little snippet of now that you're gone uh with brendan benson on lead vocals here he trades off with jack white Mm -hmm. who you might know from the white stripes or his solo band jack white Never heard of them. How dare you? Uh, anyway, so I, I just, I don't know. I'm really excited to see what these guys are doing 11 years later, and like, see if it works. See if it, if they come back to it from not playing together for so long. And um, this is pretty Beatlesy. 
It is a bit, yeah. They've got a very kind of classic sound to them. Yeah. They can get very classic rocky. Always have, always will. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't uh, know, I'm just BSing. <laughs> I got a couple more, but go ahead and uh, give me give okay. some of yours. Um, so this band released one of my top albums of 2018, and I don't know the story behind this single. I don't know if it's like a B-side or what, uh, or if it is something indicative of something to come. But my boys uh, down under Tropical Fuckstorm uh, released a single called The Planet of Straw Men, and it's pretty pretty dank. So if they release an album, you better believe I'm I'm hyped for that, and we'll, I'll probably force you to review it with me on here. I'm okay with Tropical Fuckstorm from what I've heard. Yeah. And I think they toured with Modest Mouse, speaking of. Oh, really? I think they might have. Anyway, yeah, they're they're very good. So I don't have much to add. They We've kind of talked about them a lot at the show on the show already. Um, right. Their album, uh, Laughing Death and Meat Space, was my number three of the year, uh, 2018. And so so good. I, I love that album. Nice. Um, also, I haven't listened to this, but another math thing I'll quickly talk about um i just saw they town portal is releasing an album they're kind of uh a band i haven't listened to in a while but they're they're kind of like math man math in the way that like isis is math not not the organization but the band isis yeah uh please specify (laughs) that sucks you have to specify now yeah I, at the time, I was super into Town Portal. It's, I think it's kind of in the same vein as like Russian Circles for people that know who that is. Just like heavy drums, heavy bass, super, super good stuff. And now that I'm hearing this for the first time, I'm pretty pumped. <laughs> so, uh, nice. I don't know. I could do one more of like stuff with singles. You want me to just get my out of the yeah, way? Yeah, do it. Do you have any more? I got a couple more, but go for it. Okay. Uh, well, I have two more, actually. I'm pretty pumped. I, I heard that Birdman and Juvenile are releasing another album on, on Cash Money. I listened to this on the way over to your apartment here, and uh, I'm looking forward to getting those, like, you know, Back That Ass Up Part 2, <laughs> uh, you know. Yeah. It, I, I love Juvenile's... Oh, debut boy. album uh-huh. it's like something I'm, I'm unashamedly love and and back that ass up uh, slow motion is a is one of the best so I don't know I'm, I'm, I'm a fan I just I just love that juveniles coming back and Birdman I heard I think Birdman's kind of a dick but whatever so I'm looking forward to that and then one more thing I'll quickly mention uh, Nina Nastasia is a singer-songwriter that I absolutely love and she hasn't been putting a whole lot out but she released this it's like a christmas single um but the fact that she hasn't and it was released in december but the fact that she really hasn't released anything except for this in such a long time gets me a little bit you know like oh is she gonna i don't know what the last album was i think it was probably 2000 probably 13 or something like that it's been a while 
for her. So I'm looking forward to it. She's um, kind of a folksy singer-songwriter who works with uh, Steve Al- or has worked with Steve Albini, who produced like P.J. Harvey and Nirvana and uh, Pixies, and kind of a, a weird one for him to produce. But anyway, nice. I like her dis- without that little kind of cool uh, association. She's she's just awesome. That's, that that's my full list of confirmed singles. Nice. I believe. I don't have any more confirmed singles, but I have report of a couple more bands entering the studio and or wrapping up in the studio. The band in this moment is going back in and they're going to start working on some stuff. Fuck yeah. They're a they're kind of like a I don't know, kind of hardcore heavier metal band with a female singer Maria Brink. And I saw them on tour. My first exposure to them was when they were uh, opening for Rob Zombie and Korn on a tour. Me and Peter, a friend of mine, hopefully a friend of the podcast, friend that of yours. That bill is stacked, by the way. What is? Rob Zombie, Korn, and In This Moment? <laughs> yeah, it was It was something. Yeah, I can, and also, yeah, I consider Peter my friend. Yeah. You, you asshole. Yeah, uh, that's why I included that at the end there. Yeah. Well, thirdly, last, he's also your friend. Um, and <laughs> he's my friend. Also, you may know him. Yeah. <laughs> As also your friend. Yeah. We were going there to see Corn, and uh, here's a funny story about that show that I maybe I'll tell in another time as well. It was the I guess third time ever that I had smoked marijuana. Wow. And he had some in the parking lot and took one hit out of a pipe, which I had never done before, and almost puked from coughing so much. <laughs> People are listening going, Jesus, what a bitch. Yeah. But I I took it in way too deep right off the bat. That sounds disgusting. But And Peter was like, hmm, yeah, this stuff might have been a little strong for this concert. I'm like, what the fuck? We start walking up. I start feeling it kind of kick in. I'm like, okay, I think something's going on. And then there was one singular thought that triggered paranoia that lasted for an hour to two hours. Do you want to know what that thought was? What was that thought? The thought was, oh man, I kind of needed to pee when we were driving in, but uh, I don't have to pee anymore. Hmm. Wait a minute. Well, I don't have to pee anymore. I can't feel my bladder. Did I, do I, did I even need to pee in the first place? Did I pee already? Am I peeing now? <laughs> so I was taking my hand, and as we were walking, I was kind of like rubbing it up against my crotch like every so often just to like make sure I hadn't pissed myself. I was like, I can't feel my bladder. My bladder is numb. When can you ever just feel your bladder just at resting pace? I can. Okay, well. <laughs> you can't feel your bladder? I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe I just don't think about it that much. So how I knew that it was hitting him too is he was saying something and it was in like broken sentences and just fragments and he just gave up and I was like, oh God, it hit him too. He's like, yeah, so it's kind of like when you, when, uh, uh, yeah, and then he just looked forward and we just walked and we didn't say shit to each other for about 20 minutes. The line felt like it was a mile long. I was like, dude, I think I need to pee. But I don't know. I don't know if I can make it through this line. <laughs> I kind of looked at him like, "What am I gonna do?" I if I I think I need to go. And he and he had this look on his face like, 
like, oh man, what are you going to do? <laughs> like <laughs> the line, it was fine. Person, you know, everyone kind of checked the tickets and everything. And we got through, I was probably really awkward about like looking straight at them going, thank you. And like nodding <laughs> to be uh, you know, a little proper. We get inside. My first thought is I need to go to the bathroom and see if I need to pee. We walk into the bathroom and what I see is a wall, wall to wall of just toilets, no stalls, like no panels in between or nothing, just toilets. I immediately walked in one door, circled around, exited the other door and went back outside because I was like, why is there just toilets there? Are people just going to like shit up against the wall for everyone to see? I'm like, right now I need a stall. I need enclosed space. I need to gather myself. And so I talked to Peter and he, he he followed me back outside. He didn't even go in. I said, there's no stalls. He said, there were around the corner. I'm like, okay, I need a stall. I'm going in. And so I went in, used the stall, made sure everything was good, got out, washed my hands. We go to our seats. We walk up to the ticket guy. He looks at our tickets, goes to tell us where to go sit down. And he said, okay, if you actually go to that aisle over there, it's closer to that side than it is to this side. If you go down this way, you'll be you'll be walking a further distance down that row. And I kind of looked... I looked up and I kind of looked back and forth. I looked this way. I was like, yeah, I think we'll probably do that. Like he gives a fuck what we're going to (laughs) do. Get out of my face. Go find your seats. I got other tickets to check. But I just was like, yeah, yeah, you know what? I guess we will do that. Yeah, I guess that's fine. I don't give a fuck. Just go. He didn't say anything, but it's just like he's not going to give a shit. Just go. We get to our seats. I try to sit down, try to push it down. The seat is stuck up like this. Your 45 degree angle. Like a 45 degree angle. And I sit down on it. Everyone around us is trying to help me push it down. I am so fucking stoned. I can't really like push down on it. I'm like, I can't, I can't put this much effort into this. I would have loved to like know if there were people just watching you guys this whole time. I probably, so I sat down the first half hour or so I'm sitting there with my legs up and my knees up in the air up to my chest. Cause I couldn't, I couldn't do it. So ultimately Peter was like, I'm going to go get some water. He gets up and leaves. I'm like, I'm going to stay right here. I don't know what the fuck's going on. And I got worried that I was just going to space out and stare at somebody and not know it. So I was literally just looking out at nothing, turning my head every few seconds left and then right. And then I'm turning it back left, and then I'm turning it back right. Just keep my head on a swivel so so I'm not accidentally staring at somebody. And while Peter's gone, this band in this moment is playing, and Maria Brink can scream her fucking ass off. And they go into this song, and I'm like, oh, these guys are kind of weird. There's like this full, like, makeup creepy production like the musicians all are in like these get-ups it reminded me of like they had like makeup on and stuff and she looked like the lady gaga of metal it was like just these crazy outfits and like these background dancers and stuff and i'm listening to this and i'm like oh man this is kind of generic and lame blah 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 and then she starts screaming and i'm sitting there and this is blasting in my face and i'm like i'm like this just like like cringing because I don't know how to handle this kind of music coming at me in that moment making like a butthead face like a beavis and butthead yeah I didn't even know the name of the yeah exactly I looked like butthead (laughs) as she's screaming in my face in this moment 
And I didn't even know the name of the band. I'm just like, what is happening right now? I can't, I can't handle this. Peter comes back with four giant waters. Okay, maybe not giant waters, maybe larger waters. So we're sitting there. Mm. I'm afraid to drink anything because I don't want to have another pee-pee snafu. Mm, dilemma. <laughs> so in this moment ends, my fear kind of subsides, and Rob Zombie goes on. Rob Zombie sucked, and then corn went on, and I was pretty much sober by the time corn came on. And the point of this story is, corn is also in the studio working on a new album. I was going to bring that up because I saw that. Fuck yeah. And yeah, I just wanted to make sure you knew that. Yes. Oh, I know. I follow a couple of the guys on Instagram, <laughs> and one of them was posting some like pictures and stuff. So they're back in there finishing stuff up, but... Jonathan Davis has come in and he's starting to do some vocals on that and stuff. So uh, brace yourself for uh, hopefully a better corn album later this year. Mm, better than it. what? Than their last one? Their last five. <laughs> cool. <laughs> they, I mean, we can talk about it later, but they're, when they were the original five dudes, it was the best. When Head left, it got cool, but not bad. Then it got bad after the drummer left, and then it stayed bad for a minute. Head has since come back, and it's gone back up to good. Not great. Okay. And the drummer probably won't be coming. They got a great drummer now, but he is more of a metal drummer than like a groovy drummer. So anyway, I digress. They got a new album coming out, and uh, maybe they'll go on tour. Actually, they're going on tour with Alice in Chains, so maybe I'll go... Uh, <laughs> Get fucked up at that concert, too. <laughs> As is tradition. So. That'd be cool. So, yeah, I was going to bring up Corn. Good man. For you. I'll mention a few that are in the studio. They've mentioned they're in the studio. Gotcha. But no. Uh, no singles. First first off, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say uh, the Pixies. Ooh. Anxious about that. Um, Pixies. I- I saw that. I think by the, it's slated for like the end of the year. Yeah. From what that, I understand. This is their most famous song. But Pixies are one of my favorite bands of all time. I grew up listening to the Pixies. Right. I'm a, I am used to be an annoying annoying Pixies fan where I was just like, nothing's as good. They invented everything. <laughs> you guys like Nirvana, you plebeians. Like... <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't that bad, but... For listeners new to the podcast, you're going to see Pixies, as you I, mentioned in the Weezer episode, right? I am. Maybe next next week? Is it really? Shoot, it's coming up real quick. Oh, it must be. It was early on, right? Yeah, it's it's this month. So, anyway, they are... There's actually sort of an announcement. I think it's sometime in September is when that's expected. Okay. So Cool. I'm anxious about that. They don't have a, the original lineup, um, which I don't approve of with with, the, with this band in particular i feel like every member has its own like unique personality you know i, I don't know they, they all bring I don't know some, much about them so i yeah, can't speak to that I, it's just i don't know I, I just don't feel like they they had the right to do this <laughs> but but we'll, we'll see how the album is one that i would like to bring up we almost reviewed their last album i love their last album we probably won't be able to, to review it, so I'll I'll just go ahead and say it. I freaking love Oxbow. Yeah. This album, The Thin Black Duke. The more I listen to it, it should have been on my albums of the year. I don't know. No, this is 2017, I think. Anyway, 
So good. And they, they've announced that they're in the studio. I think they're recording with a saxophone. This is off their, their you've album. Got, do you have a, you've got a thing for weird vocals, huh? <laughs> a lot I of mean, bands you listen to have vocals that don't sing in, a t- in any typical ways. Um, I, I guess it, it, <laughs> yes, but with an asterisk. Did I stump you? No, th- yes, but with an asterisk that it can't just be like weird for the sake of weird. Like, uh, Oxbow has like kind of a improvisational vocal style where if you read along actually with the lyrics, it's like sometimes he'll skip words. Sometimes he'll say different words than what's written down uh-huh. and he'll, his delivery his He's he's got a wild delivery where it just like it like goes up and kind of like goes all over the place. So um, my dog is distracting me right now. Sorry. Um, that is going on. You want me to just do one that I think we're both excited oh, about yeah. that you might not know about, or you probably oh, do. You that probably, I don't know about. You probably know about it. Uh oh. Run the jewels. Oh, I didn't know about that. I was just looking up at they had a new if Run the Jewels 4 yeah. was coming out anytime soon and LP said that it's coming but not anytime soon. Well, they're they're writing for it. They're definitely in the studio or okay, they're yes. definitely writing for it. I don't know if they're yeah. in the studio yet, but I think they're in an early process cuz he he issued like a tweet or something that I read online saying that and like he like had like got married and had a kid or maybe maybe he didn't get married but he, he, had, he had a kid he was like coming off a tour coming off he had of a like kid? Produ- LP I think so I know he got I think he got married but maybe I didn't know he had a kid yeah uh, okay I don't know now I don't I, mean, I don't know anymore he was busy okay we'll leave it at that he was yeah. busy so he's been writing in between things and uh, yeah I'm really excited for that I loved Run the Jewels three I'm pumped for that yeah. Can I mention one last one that you and I are both excited for? Yeah. Uh. No. Because I. Okay. Let me run through. Okay. Quickly. I'll do quickly. Stereo Lab is a band that I absolutely love. They just announced that they they never broke up. Technically, they went on an indefinite hiatus, hmm. starting in I want to say early 2010s, if not 2009 ish they're touring i don't know if that means that they're going to be releasing new music but i'm hopeful and probably won't come out this year but whatever guy by voices coming out of that that album <laughs> no uh rise of the ants they changed the name of it i think so it's called rise of the ants now uh monobody who i mentioned in the beginning oh shoot Didn't they just come out with one they did yeah ray tracing uh ray tracing was released last year awesome album they are writing there's no date yet but they're right they've been writing for the last four months i guess sweet so uh and then also uh there's a band called uh jerome's dream that i I liked in college a lot and they recently reunited uh i want to pay you play you a little snippet because i was playing this on the way here too I, i had to drive through traffic so i listened to a lot of stuff this this shit is wild. It sounds like he's getting his balls tugged off, but um, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm big into, I'm big into this. So it, it's aged very well. So I'm looking forward to uh, hearing what they sound like after all these years. So far, this song sucks. Yeah, no, it, it takes, it takes a second. It takes a second. There's not even any drums. It'll just come in all at once, and you'll be like, "Where's oh, the guitar?" Jizz. <laughs> This is fucking avant-garde, dude. Just static. This is my music. 
This is their number one song. I'm just going to roast it until the song actually comes in. It's coming up. It's coming. What station do you think that is? Probably uh, KVMR. Is that warbled porn <laughs> from the cable days? Yeah, this is like their their neighbor's like cable porn. Just trying to anti-scramble it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Does sound like he's getting his balls tugged. I love That's it. Accurate. I, I love this. He doesn't always do this vocal style, actually. So it'd be interesting to to see what they do. I'll just <laughs> let it go for a second more because it gets to this really cool part. Doesn't this kick ass a little bit? It is kind of cool. Right, yeah. They released a YouTube video of them rehearsing, so I don't know. It's coming out. Huh. Yeah, that's kind of cool. It is okay. coming. You didn't have to say that you liked it, but... Uh, I like the music in there. His vocals can kind of fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's all I had. Right yeah. on. Except for your last one. Uh, it's actually our last one because it's something that we talk about all the time on here. I wonder what it's going to be. <laughs> Radiohead released a new single. Yeah. I didn't listen to it yet, actually. I haven't listened. Uh, you know what? I did listen to it once. Radiohead's kind of a band that I kind of like to wait, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if I even want to play any of it on here just to kind of keep it fresh. Yeah. I want to wait. I don't want Capitol Records uh, on us either. Well, the title of the song is Ill Wind. It was released in January, on January 11th, mm-hmm. and uh, I haven't read anything about any album announcements or anything. I'd be, um, s- yeah, if any but, any Radiohead album is is going to freaking excite me. It's going to give me uh, stiffy, and needless to say, I'm excited. If it, if, if it comes out, Radiohead are the type of band that they'll just make like a little bit of noise every once in a while. And yeah, they're, they're very very uh, secretive and pretty cryptic, and I feel <laughs> like uh, didn't they just release? They, they just kind of suddenly release things sometimes. Uh, do they do that, do that with in, in rainbows? I don't know. Anyway, yeah, they'll just they'll probably start making a little more noise, and ho- hopefully hopefully soon. Because yeah, I, I don't like to listen to singles and then just whatever. Yeah, I don't. I'm not usually a singles guy actually, Neither despite this whole entire episode of us playing singles. But yeah, yeah. Whatever, yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not normally a singles guy either, but uh, I don't know. There's some good stuff gonna be coming out. Scott, you want to wrap up? Yeah, I have nothing to add. Yeah, hopefully uh, that wasn't too shitty of an episode. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you want to add? <laughs> I would like to say that um, you wait. Uh, no. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and with that, we want to remind everyone to check your diddy miss. Check your diddy miss. This yeah. has been here, buddies. Bye. Oh, shit, it's Lars. Lars, get the fuck oh, out of here. What's he doing here? Lars, get the fuck Lars, out of here. Lars, go. Why? Lars, stop. Lars, please. Don't use the hi-hat as a fill. This has been another installment of the Ear Buddies podcast. Bye-bye now.